Motorsport 411 presents all the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411 with Sean Cardavillis. Welcome to Motorsport 411, your home for all your four and two-wheel action in Africa. Coming up in this episode, we catch up with Guy Botterill, who's with the Toyota Gazoo racing team as they prepare for the 2023 Dakar Rally. We find out all about the just-concluded 2022 rally season in Zambia with sports commentator Logan Naidu. And we have a roundup of the national autocross season with clock of the course for the RSC autocrosser Tutomionki. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome to the show. So a couple of weeks ago, we spoke to Guy Bottrell, who was competing in the South Africa Cross Country Series. He's helping the Toyota Gazoo Racing Team prepare for the 2023 Dakar Rally. Here he is in Namibia. Um, yeah, we finished uh, a whole week's worth of testing in the Namibian desert. Uh, very similar terrain to what the guys are going to be expecting at the Dakar. So it's a very good test for everybody. Um, the cars were unbelievable. Uh, they've made a huge improvement since uh, last Dakar and even since uh, the last event we did about a month ago. There's been big upgrades uh, that have come to the car. So um, really exciting, um, you know, looking forward to it. And um, then just the guys uh, are under pressure in the workshop to get the cars ready uh, to leave. They're leaving shortly uh, and it's always last minute rush to get the cars ready get the parts ready um and it's it's a huge effort to get everything ready and then uh, guess uh, you know estimate how many spares you need and, and what would be enough and uh, you know there's always space limitations so um it's, it's always a big job to to get the right amount of spares available so the guys have got a lot to do but um i spent a lot of time a whole week in the car with hank and janelle and then uh, i got to drive a bit at the end um, um, very, very tricky to drive in the sand dunes. Uh, you have two faces to a sand dune, which is basically the slip face, which is the steep angle. And then uh, the other side is a um, more gradual round curve, which is, uh, um, you know, very easy to drive. And then the next minute it just drops away completely. I think it's about a 35 degree angle. Um, it's the slip face where the sand uh, slips down. So uh, very, very easy to make a mistake and very easy to go ahead over head over tail um, in those sort of conditions so uh, the guys just need to be very awake when they're driving in the sand dunes uh, but yeah uh, I think it's going to be a good Dakar um, I think these are the best Toyotas that are going um, and we've got three really good drivers Nessa Aletia, Janil de Villiers and Henk Lattekong uh, they will um, certainly do us all proud and uh, it's really exciting to being part of the test team um, you know at this uh, uh, top end level so uh, really looking forward to the results coming in and uh, looking forward to um, the first day and uh, we'll be watching it very closely thank you cheers man Park. that's Toyota Gazoo Racing's Guy Bottrell in Namibia now the Zambia rally season has concluded for 2022 here's sports commentator Logan Naidu Logan, uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Uh, you're currently in Malawi for a swimming competition. What's happening exactly? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in Malawi, Lilongwe, 
I'm officiating at the Region 5 Youth Games, a number of sports uh, on, this, on showcase here. And as you know, I'm event coordinator and announcer for the Confederation of African Swimming Zone 4. So we're just conducting it. Had a heavy day. Yesterday was the first day and it's a brand new pool and, you know, teething problems and blocks pulling out, but we fixed it. We're going through and now we're rolling. So it's really good fun. It's it's quite a show, you know, when we actually put it on. But yeah, great fun. Now the rally season has just concluded in Zambia. How did it go? It was a very interesting season, to be to be frank. Uh, we had six rounds, and um, after five rounds, we had five different winners. Can you imagine? So it was quite a toss-up as to how it would all pan out. Leroy was in Africa. Muna Singh Jr. built a car like two two rallies in and decided to enter the championship. And um, yeah, I think it's the first time we've had a season where you have one round remaining and every other rally was won by a different person. Very interesting. And yeah, a bit different. Uh, just give us more details on the winners and how the final round went. So, like I said, we had five different winners over the first five rounds and um, coming down to the last event there was three drivers who could be Zambian champion and that's uh, Mujo Samakoloi in his N14 Subaru um, Muna Singh Jr who had built GC8 and he put all the running gear from a from an N10 so we call it the GC10 well it's been nicknamed the GC10 and uh, Leroy Gomes, who had entered the whole season in his Evo 10, because, as you know, he was in Africa, competing in Africa with that R5 Ford Fiesta of his. So I don't think a lot of attention was put on the Evo 10. So, he, you know, he had, he had a few technical issues. And uh, Mujo, actually, he led it, and he led comfortably for a while. And I think it all went awry in Monzi where Leroy's car broke, uh, Farouk's car broke, and Mujo's car broke. Junior's um, N10 uh, limped to the finish and he won it. And that kind of, you know, put uh, Mujo on the back foot. And then there was the international rally where, I mean, the guys were just moving, eh? Mohamed Issa was flying, Junior was flying. I'm talking about the local championship, not just, I mean, not... Uh, the, the Africa contingent and Leroy you know from the from the nationals came second in the Africa in Zambian international rally but he won it for the nationals so it just threw the cat amongst the pigeons Logan what's the state of motorsport like in Zambia look it's healthy there's a very big following I mean Uganda I think I've, I've seen the biggest crowds but you know Zambia's close to it they love motorsport here rallying especially you know and we used to get 30 entries, 34 entries. We're down to about 20. But that's not to say that, um, you know, rallying is struggling in Zambia per se, that people don't want to race. It's, I think it's global, right? You want to, but I mean, if we feel it more in Zambia. It's, it's, it's economic. There's a number of cars parked. Um, yeah, it's just a bit expensive for everybody. But, you know, bad times pass everybody. And, um, We'll get through it and it will start to grow again. A lot of interest from younger younger folks. So let's see. Let's see how it goes.
Now, it's more than coincidence we're talking to you. You're actually the uncle of Leroy Gomes. <laughs> the uncle story. You know, to be fair, it's just, it's, I think it's become a nickname. Yes, Leroy and Noshla are my nephew and niece, and I'm so proud of them, you know, for what they have achieved in a short space of time in rallying. You know, Leroy wasn't, you know, from a rallying family, as in, you know, he came in, he was already married and a successful businessman. He didn't grow up racing. But, you know, he took to it like a duck to water. And uh, he plugged away, got advice from everybody, and he grew. You know, you know, they grew as a couple, and they grew to the extent of being, to the finality of being African champions. You know, the first in history, a couple, husband and wife, are African champions. And uh, here in Zambia, we're really proud of them, you know. I think it was a concerted effort by many people, his crew, his the family behind, you know, and Leroy is not shy to ask advice, you know, he's not one of them blokes who knows it all. He'll ask, he'll absorb, you know, he'll process and he will adapt it to his way of thinking and his way of driving. He's a very calculated driver, to be honest, you know, he's not the balls to the wall uh, kind of guy, you know, Leroy will approach an event tactically and this is how he is. But that Uncle Logs thing, I mean, gee, it's kind of become a nickname in Zambia. You know, people my age call me Uncle Logs because everybody calls me that. And then it becomes, it just becomes like a nickname, you know. But yeah, Uncle Logs it is. You were recently in Kenya. What's your opinion of Kenyan motorsport? Yes, I was in Kenya a couple of weeks ago. We did the, the rally cross in Machakos. I believe that was your second event ever in rally cross. And uh, I mean, I was enthralled, I'll be honest with you. It was, you know, I've never really, we watched it on TV, uh, World Rally Cross. It, it looks like fun, you know, I've never experienced it firsthand. And I think, uh, I don't know if I could say it's the way to go because we have so many forms of motorsport, but it's one of the avenues. It's really fun. Everything is in one place. It's, it's, it's very high octane. You know, and um, I had the pleasure to commentate um, with you. I found that brilliant. It didn't even feel like work, you know. It was, felt like we were just having fun. And it worked really well. It was a pleasure to meet you. But it was a real honor for the Kenyans to, you know, come up and ask me to participate in, in what I do, you know, in Kenya. I, I really appreciate that. And the reception was just second to none. Motorsport in Kenya, I mean, look, it's a lot bigger than Zambia. You know, um, talking to your, you know, mem members of your fraternity there, motorsport fraternity, it's, it seems like you have an event every weekend, you know, it's by the motocross, it's a rally, it's rally raids, you know, enduros. So, you know, you have a lot bigger population. Um, it seems very rife to me and alive. You know, but the rallycross thing, the new one has just come in. Um, I believe you're going to have four events next year calendared. Um, and I was having a chat to Baldy. We were driving to the track one morning and he says, you know, maybe 150, 200 cars from all walks, you know, or all levels, you know, from group N's to the old group A's to classics. He believes there's that many cars parked in workshops in and around Kenya, you know, and if you know, if you can pull those out into rallycross that's going to be 
a sport to reckon with. Logan, as always, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411 and happy holidays to you and your family. Yeah, Sean, you know, I so appreciate the opportunity you've given me, you know, to speak on your forum and your podcast and, um, you know, just expand some of my knowledge of Zambian motorsport and of the season and of what we what I'm doing now and what we've done this year together, some of it. I really appreciate it. But I think all our seasons are done now. We can take a rest. It's uh, the festive season and I wish you and all your followers and friends a Merry Christmas, a prosperous New Year. Uh, God bless. Let's do it bigger and better in 2023. That's sports commentator Logan Naidu. We'll be back. All the four and two-wheeled action. Motorsport 411. Welcome back. Now, the National Autocross Series concluded at Kasarani last weekend with two rounds back-to-back. Tutamionki was the clock of the course for the RSC event on Sunday. Tutu, thank you very much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Uh, congratulations. Clock of the course uh, for the RSC Autocross, the final event of the season. How did it go? Uh, thank you so much and thanks for having me. Uh, it went very well, I believe. Uh, we had a very, we had a back-to-back weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. The Sunday was basically to cover the round six, which was supposed to take place in June, but was postponed to prepare for the safari. And stark difference in that Saturday was hot and dusty and Sunday was most morning was just raining and wet. But a fantastic event, a good entry. We had 36 uh, starters, uh, very, very, very good entry and a very fun day. Yeah, Sunday, uh, the weather really made the headlines, uh, especially on Sunday morning. Uh, what challenges did you face? Well, the, the track is, is very grippy and very. I, I went around the track in the morning when it was still raining and we had a few puddles, a few maybe slippery, a couple of slippery areas, but most of it was very compact, very grippy. So um, the only challenge we faced was some competitors um, feeling that they might not be able to do it. I think we had two drop-out before... Before the practice hit, uh, initially we had 38 interested competitors. Uh, two dropped out, uh, felt that they couldn't drive in, or their, their buggies couldn't handle the, the wet. Um, a few felt that they couldn't, they were afraid to start, but once they went through the practice hit, uh, they realized that it's an event that they can actually do. Um, so we had a bit of delay because of that. We we started the event at around 9.30. Of course, when it's that wet, uh, we, uh, what would be an average of four minutes per, per lap was coming to about five. It dried out pretty quickly later in the day, and we basically had a fantastic, fantastic day. 36 entries, that's impressive. Uh, you and I, of course, were at the rally, the Guru Nanak rally uh, the week before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it looks like uh, autocross, uh, the entries have still been quite impressive uh, despite the economic circumstances. Uh, yes, we still have quite uh, um, a good entry. I think the lowest we've had this season was round eight, about 20 entries. But round three had 40, round six, 36, round 10 had 30. Uh, a very good, good, good uh, entry. We still have quite a, a um, great interest in the sport. So we are, we are happy about that. What's been the difference for autocross? Uh, why do you find the entries are still relatively high uh, compared to other disciplines? 
from my assessment, I believe it's the different age groups. This is basically um, the nurturing ground for, for the other disciplines, especially rallying. So we, we have fathers who are uh, bringing their children to compete and they compete as well. So you'll find that uh, with the Bambino class and uh, maybe a father, for example, Eric Bengi and his son, Ian, or uh, Caroline Gatimo and the daughter, Tina. This weekend, we had uh, Jimmy Wahome racing against Maxine. So I believe the fact that we are trying to nurture kids from, from autocross to join the other, maybe rallying in particular, we have quite a number of interests. Then we have the two-wheel drive non-turbo, oh, sorry, the two-wheel drive turbo class, which is very, very competitive. So you find that we have quite quite a number of entries um, in, in that class. I believe that different classes make it interesting. There are different tracks as well, but I've realized the the head-to-head tracks, for example, Kasagrani draws quite, quite a bit of interest. Very interesting. And of course, uh, with the regulations uh, relaxed a bit uh, compared to, say, rallying, uh, that also encourages mm-hmm. entries. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Um, uh, the different age groups means different classes and different uh, cars, and you'll find that the regulations are not as as, as strict as the well, they are, they are strict in their own right as autocross, but not not as crazy as the rally ones. Your assessment of the season for autocross? Uh, we've had an interesting uh, championship coming to to the end of the championship. We had uh, the battle coming into the weekend of the. Uh, Junior two-wheel drive Nantabo, Neil Gohil and Aman Ganatra, who were entertaining all weekend with each winning five apiece of the, the 10 rounds. Uh, but eventually, I believe it went to Neil uh, unofficially, but the official confirmation would have to come from KMSF. We also had a very good battle in the two-wheel drive Tabo uh, buggy class between Kahir and Azad Manji. Uh, went down to the wire with uh, Kahir winning it. We have um, the, that age group, the, between 18 and 20, 24, 25, quite a lot of interest in, in the championship. And I hope that we can keep it that way so that we basically um, have, have the, the competition and the interest in autocross going. I believe it's been a very good season. Um, we've not had any issues. Nothing has hampered the season um, so far. And yeah, started well, ended well. Tuta, a uh, great story. Uh, it's good to see you back in the navigator's seat. Uh, you're going to be with Caroline Gatimo. Uh, just tell us about that at uh, the Mini Classic. Um, first of all, for me, it's such a, a, a great honor to be invited to, to co-drive in the, in the Mini Classic. I've always wanted to do a classic event. I've never been in a classic car. So this is a first for me, and it's very, very, very exciting. It will be three very long days with three sections each. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Minty Motorsport, who are taking care of everything. It's basically an arrive and drive uh, situation. Uh, excited, um, curious, a bit nervous, but the plan is to have fun and bring the car to, to the end. You were initially supposed to be with Anne Taith. What happened? I was initially supposed to be with Anne. Uh, she called me and invited me to to co-drive her. You know, Anne is a is a legend of our sport, and uh, I couldn't believe at first. Like that was that was exciting, just to be able to to sit with Anne. Uh, Anne, unfortunately, 
was unable to compete and had to pull out. I'm not sure what the circumstances are, but uh, hopefully we still get an opportunity to sit together in future. All right. Uh, you're saying it's your first time in a classic car. What, what are you expecting from this rally? The 90 kilometers, I think the last rally that I did was more than 25, 30 kilometers per section was the initial 2012-2013 rallies because then we'd have an 80-kilometer section. So it's just basically going back to to the roots of reading. Uh, I started with, with cross-country read, and then we used tulips only without pace notes, which is a similar situation without Reiki. Um, so it's to dig deep, uh, keep a calm mind, um, keep hydrated. I'm told by people who've done this before, you have to be really hydrated. Uh, have as much fun as we can. Our plan is to bring the car to the end service every day. Uh, hopefully we don't have to do um, a restart um, or get boogie time and that kind of thing and bring the car to the end on the final date and have as much fun as we can. All right. Uh, Tuto, as we mentioned, of course, uh, we saw you at the Guru Nanak rally uh, the week before the autocross. And uh, mm. I think you, like everybody else, are concerned with the low number of entries. Uh, your thoughts on what's happening at the moment? There, I believe there are very many different uh, circumstances surrounding uh, the low entries. And um, I don't know, it could be e economic tough times. Um, we can't blame COVID because COVID is... Uh, well, just came in 2020, but we started seeing the low entries earlier on, but it probably is playing a role in the hard economic times. Uh, of course, the, the safety has to be key. We just need to find out how we can rally safely without the expense that comes with that. The clubman rallies, I believe, would be um, of great help. But I also feel like the interest in the sport has waned a bit. When you look at um, the number of spectators at each event as well, um, we had quite a good number on Sunday for the autocross, but on the day before was not as good. We need to put our heads together and see and see what can be done. It's it's pretty expensive if you look at the seats, the the helmets, the hands, the the full safety gear. Um, it becomes quite an expense. My thought would be getting the interest of sponsors back on board, whether it's for the championship or for individuals. Uh, but I'm glad that the CEO, uh, Chairman Phineas, has put together a task force to look into that. And from what I've heard, quite a number of people have given their suggestions. So we are waiting to see um, what, what they come up with. I also think that if you can continue um, pushing the, the youngsters from this lower cutting and autocross, for example, um, and giving them as much help as we can in terms of, uh, I don't know, sometimes maybe free entry to just see how, how that can work, or just the interest, for example, like in autocross and seeing if they, they are able to move to the, to the rally category um, or discipline. Uh, but you have to keep the interest in the lower categories going because uh, we've had quite a number of people who are rallying, now retired. A few of them, you're seeing them in the classic event. But if they retire, nobody's moving from the lower disciplines. That's where we feel that, that there's a huge gap there. 
Very interesting. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Tuto Mionki, who was the clerk of the course for the RSC Autocross event. Uh, thank you so much for speaking to us on Motorsport 411. Thank you for having me. That's the clock of the course for the RSC Autocross at Kasarani Tutamionki. We'll be back. Motorsports 411 with Sean Cardavillis. So that's it for the show this week. Our thanks to Guy Bottrell, Logan Naidu and Tutamionki. Our thanks as always to Big City Studio. I'm Sean Cardavillis. See you next week.